0: This is the Unplayable Podcast. On this week's episode, we're coming to you live from Bengaluru to recap Australia's cliffhanger win in the first T20 international in Vizag and preview Wednesday's second match right here. To do that, we welcome back our carryover champion, the BBL 08 leading wicket taker and proud owner of a brand new Willow Pillow, number 55, Kane Richardson. Hello, Sam. Good to be back? Great to be back. Great to be back. Now, Kane, let's take listeners down into the Aussie dugout for the final uh, five or seven overs of Australia's run chase. You guys were cruising at two for 89. Uh, then Glenn Maxwell is dismissed. Then the runs dry up. Then Shorter's run out. What's the
1: mood down there in the camp? Well, I was I was moving positions. I'd be at the pasta station and then I'd be <laughs> uh, inside the change room then I'd be out in the dugout. So two for five, very quiet on the bench after Finchie gets out. With a new
0: look opening combo too. Very new. So that was risky and it It didn't play off.
1: Well, yeah, that's probably the problem with those two guys not batting a whole lot together was that communication issue and with the noise of the crowd, who knows if that played a part in that run out. Um, Two for five turns into two for 89. Everyone's feeling pretty good about themselves and then as that happens in India, it just turns so quick. So, yeah, yeah, going into that last over, I don't know how many people thought we were going to win that. Yeah,
0: so uh, what was it, 14 to win. Uh, two new batsmen out there, Richardson and Cummins, wouldn't have faced a ball yet. <laughs> um, what are you thinking? Because we heard Glenn Maxwell speak the other day that he said to Aaron Finch that if anybody can go out there, face their first ball in the final over and hit 14, it would be Pat Cummins, the golden boy of Australian cricket this summer. Uh, were you confident at all that Paddy Cummins could do it?
1: I I was, but I thought it would take Nathan coulton at the other end to yeah. do it. Um, and, and that boomer over, that was... I can't believe how good that was. Well, like, I always
0: say that the nineteenth over normally wins the game, right? Yeah, but and he, I think he went for two runs. He took yep. two wickets. Two for two.
1: Yeah. Well, we, we were judging. Well, we, we were talking on the bench about who was going to bowl the the second last and the last, and how we would do it, and and we thought they did it the right way. But Usman, this is the non-selected players. This is what we do. We just talk about the game. <laughs> and Usman said, no, nah, he would have done it the other way around. Which in hindsight's fine. But yeah, that over of Bumrah just I thought was the game changer. But then. The pressure on the bowler in that last over, anything can happen. And especially when Jai hit that four off the second ball. Yeah. All of a sudden.
0: It, and it, what a shot that was because that wasn't even that
1: short. He's just heaved it to mid-wicket. Just stepped across the stumps. Yeah, first pill. Unbelievable shot. Lightning outfield. Quick outfield. Um, that's right. It was his first ball because coming to the sink off the he first did, delivery. Yeah. And, and just as impressive was his second ball because it was actually the perfect Yorker that he somehow managed to dig out but then place it perfectly to run two. So, like that, in that situation there, as a bowler, you bowl the perfect ball, and it still costs you two. And you know if you miss on that outfield in that ground, that was going for four, as Pat Cummins did, as well. So, who are
0: you sit next to? You got Usman with you.
1: Uh, Usman, Alex, Nathan Lyon, and physio David Begley. And then, so behind you, there-, uh, there wasn't any. Players, I don't think. There all was the they, staff. All They're all they, in the little kind of change room dugout yeah. situation.
0: Yep. So, and that's when we pan the cameras to Maxwell and Finch and those guys. Yep.
1: So, when you're down there, what are you guys talking about? Are you looking at equations? Are you looking at the field? Uh, equations, but then we weren't sure. The scoreboard was so old that we couldn't tell actually what we needed to win. <laughs> and then on the electronic one, it would come up. But um, yeah, I think I, I yeah going into that last over. I, I don't reckon many of us thought we were getting that. But as you said, Pat Cummins, golden boy, just does it again. And that last ball placement to just soft hands it to the ring and get two. Do you think he meant to do that? Yeah. He's Pat Cummins. <laughs> Nothing happens by accident. Well, I mean, uh, you were saying, we were talking about how
0: fickle T20 cricket is. you have ever think bold. Six balls, uh, hit three pretty good Yorkers. He misses one, which is a low full toss outside off stump and Cummins laces it to the boundary with six to win off two balls and he hits that four. Then our minds up in the press we were thinking, super over.
1: Yep, yep. That's what, And that's what we were talking about. Too. Yeah. Ooh, who's going to bowl it? Who's going to face? You know, that kind of thing. So. so when they hit the two, got the win, what was it like down there? Pure emotion. <laughs> a lot of patty being yelled out, Paddy, a lot of that. Yep. Um and a lot of high fives by the non selected players. We're straight in the action, giving the high fives, getting around everyone. That's part of your job, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah, That's, yeah. It's like the towel th- like the towel waivers on the bench in the NBA. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, of Just course. good for good for the spirit. And
0: was there a real sense of relief because you guys have got so far ahead of the game to restrict India to what, seven for one, twenty six up to twenty overs? I remember being out in the middle a little bit and everyone's was thinking this is a a mm-hmm. wicket. All of a sudden it's low and slow and runs are hard to come by. Uh, to be so
1: far ahead of the game and then to be so close to losing it was a real sense of <laughs> relief there. Well, definitely. Well, just to be on the board as well. Like yeah. it, 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 we've said this is such a tough place to come and win. So to come first game and win that, regardless of being in a position where we should have won, just to actually make sure that we did win the game is is a little bit of pressure off the off the. I don't know what you'd even say. I don't even know if that's a comment. Yeah. Pressure, o- oh, it's pressure off was pressure off. I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say. That's all right. But that's you said what it. I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the chat about the wicket was. Once again, I'm past the station and all these different spots, but it still looked a good thing. How big wicket. is this station? Yeah, it's how quite many there. stops well, are along there's so many, It's like a maze to the change room, <laughs> so I won't take you through it. But um yeah, I don't know what the chat about the wicket was, but it still looks quite good, I yeah. thought. Um but I reckon the Indian bowling attack, once they have a sniff that they can win they're so yep. good so um they're always hard to to get over and i'd imagine that a win like that uh if you lose it you think we got
0: so far ahead we can't even beat when we're so far in front but to win a game like that when you're so far and out of it it must give you guys the belief that you can almost win from anywhere that you're not down and out and you can beat india in india
1: yeah well that's a good way of looking at it but yeah there's so many twists and turns in that last six, ten overs, yeah. isn't there? So I guess that's a lesson to everyone just to hang in there. Like, and we said about the Big Bash final, but you're never really out of the game until the last ball's bowled and you actually can't score what's required.
0: You're, or, you're, you're, you've written the uh, the roller rollercoaster these have, past couple of yeah, T20 games. I have. That's, How good's uh, <laughs> T20? So good. Some say the Premier format. I don't say that. Uh, it's right up there. And what about Langer and Finch afterwards in the dressing room? What was like, the message from those guys?
1: There wasn't a whole lot of chat, I don't think, just because it is... You know, that ecstasy of winning, I guess you could say, from where we were at. Um, the the tunes were straight on from Justin Langer, put on his old school playlist, which a lot of the players weren't happy with. You know, Stoin, <laughs> you know. Did you coaches win the game, did you? That was oh, the comment made. Yeah. So he wanted his playlist back on. Um, big band yeah, between those two, isn't Very they? good, yeah. yeah. Um, and he controls the room, Stoin. He controls it. So, yeah, not a lot of chat. I think everyone was just quite happy, as I said, to to get the win and have that pressure off that, you know, we're on the board and now... Um, tomorrow night, we have a chance to win a series. Absolutely, yeah. There's lots of different moments in that game. Uh, one of them,
0: being a fellow fast bowler, you must be very proud of the effort from Jason Berendorf, who was feeling a backward point, a place that you don't often see fast bowlers. <laughs> but he takes, uh, intercepts a ball from Richard Pant, dies to his left, and then hurls it while he's still on the ground, close enough to the wick Peter Hanscom, to take off the balls and effect a very important run out. Is Berendorf the type of guy that would talk about this a lot and remind everyone at every opportunity just how good that
1: piece of footing was? No, nah, he's not Zams. He's not He's not a <laughs> Zams. We were going to get to him. <laughs> I was actually on the boundary giving Glenn Maxwell some eye drops because there was quite a bit of dust flying about. Yeah. Um, it was a windy night, wasn't it? Was it was windy, yeah. In was, fact, there were, the, the, the press box roof was falling apart. A steel pole hit one of the cameramen. There you go. So is that where you were? Yeah, we were on the oh. other side of the ground. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we actually saw that as well. But yeah, really windy. I was at Deepman Wicket, giving him a drink, and you know, as you do. And I had a perfect view of that piece of fielding, and it would have been an amazing piece of fielding just from the stop. Like, yeah, if if Pant didn't commit to running and just waited to see if it was going through, amazing bit of fielding just to save a single. But yep. then to kind of flick himself up and be able to throw it without getting off the ground, that's pretty good from a fast bowler. And to be able to hit that target to Pete, which that was a huge wicket. Him and oh, the yeah. End. Yeah. And they're those things that you look back on in, in the wash-up that they really affect the game, don't they? So he's exactly. bowling at the start, one for 16 off three, and then that run out. I think he got the swag star of the match, so maybe that was to do with his fielding. <laughs> the swag star. wouldn't associate swag with Jason Berendorf, well, but we have wouldn't. now. We, we have, have now.
0: So uh, you said that he doesn't brag about the type of stuff, but uh, another big moment in the game was Adam Zampa removing Vera Coley. I think every time Coley goes out, it's a big deal, but he got in with one that um, sort of went on with the arm. Coley quite didn't pick it, got caught up uh, long on, and you were saying that Sampa. Uh, doesn't mind sharing that piece of information with everyone?
1: Well, I was stupid enough to ask him how many times <laughs> he's got him out now and he just took me through the collection. But it's funny. <laughs> we were talking last week about Jai got him three times. Colt's got him on the last tour. Yep. I think you said Nath Lyon. Most in Test cricket. Most in Test cricket. Pat P- Cummins, Cummins, Cummins. And now Zams. So it's like, there's our bowling attack. There you go. It? There you go. So Somehow squeeze Lyon in the team. Yeah, if we could, then we got all bases covered. But yeah, he took me through the collection of uh, his dismissals, which I tuned out for. But... Once again, huge wicket um, to get him. He just looked like he was just starting to settle Yeah, because he came out pretty hard. He tried to um, impose himself on, especially Joe and Colts. I reckon he, he wanted yeah. those guys. So uh, to get him in the middle overs, that's Zamps' job and a leg spinner's job in T20 cricket to get that, that wicket. So huge by him. And Glenn Maxwell, uh,
0: 56 for him. I think it's his first T20 half century in 30 innings in India. It's a pretty obscure stat, but uh, we're both NBA fans, and they play out obscure stats all the time. <laughs> analytics, uh, analytics, yes. Uh, so this is um, going back to 2016, the IPL. But he looked. He he, he admitted that he played missed a missed a few balls when he first got out there, and wasn't quite sure
1: of the pitch. But once he adapted, he looked uh, unstoppable out there. Well, he did, and Boomer was. He was on at the start there, wasn't he, when yeah. he came out at two for five. So, pressure's on straight away. And if he goes early, then he probably kiss the game goodbye. But I think the way he played Chahal in that power play, because they were so spin-heavy. They had yeah. three three spinners and only two quicks. I think that set the tone for us. He took him down. It wasn't even a short ball, but he just pumped it over mid-wicket for six. Next ball, through mid mid-wicket again for four. And the change room, It's it's amazing on those small run chases when someone just starts to get a bit of momentum, how much better everyone feels about yeah. themselves um was this from the pastor station yeah yeah, yeah like it's yeah. like it, i could feel the momentum yeah, kind of right. hit me over through, the yeah yeah, yeah just, just through it, the door right, yeah. um i could smell it but um yeah massive innings from him and i i guess that's why everyone gets so frustrated with him because when you see innings like that as well you just see it reminds you how good he is yeah. so i guess everyone now is kind of hoping that he can keep doing that for as long as possible and he's spoken about that consistency I guess it's like any cricketer you just want
0: to be consistent and keep your highs and lows uh, put that gap as close as possible um, so let's hope he goes uh on that run and continues that form. How about that crowd though? That was, uh, I think the capacity is 27,500. <laughs> Someone told me there were more than 29,000 people <laughs> there. Uh, there wasn't a spare seat. Uh, it's really cool when they put the lights on, you know, they all get their, the iPhone, their yeah. camera phones out yeah. and they have the lights on. It's like the 17th over or something. Yep. But they were so loud. Is that intimidating for a player?
1: It is. And and, and just in the warm-up, though like, you're trying to warm up and just, you know, get the body moving and your ears are just throbbing from yeah. the noise. Because, all it is is them coming out to warm up like the game hasn't even started yet and it's Mm. already away so um the atmosphere here no matter where you are no matter the state of the game or if the series is done and it's a dead rubber it's the same it's just like that all the time so it's pretty easy to get yourself up for it is a perfect
0: segue for the second segment uh the sounds of india yes last week we spoke about the traffic heard about the traffic this One, we're talking about just what you said the cheer from the crowd, and this is about um when their ultimate heroes, the yep. demigods, yes. uh, come out and uh, play. So, the first clip we've got is of Virat Kohli and now this is him just walking out to warm up. All right, so he <laughs> a few full tosses into a net. That's I think he was, I think they will a bit of range hitting as well. So, yeah. some of these uh loyal fans are also getting peppered <laughs> with balls in the crowd, uh, and I'm sure they would have appreciated getting hit by a Virat Kohli six, uh, but this is. Virat walking out. It's
1: pretty unreal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, as I said, it's only just to hit a few full tosses in the nets. Like, as club cricketers do on a Saturday morning, like, you're just going out just to hit a few balls, but imagine that every single time. That's nuts, and a lot of composure. I know in the clip
0: there, the only... Uh, only other real Australian that gets that is Glenn Maxwell. Does, he he yeah. cops it. I imagine uh, Steve Smith and Dave Warner when they yep. play for Australia in India uh, or in the IPL, they would get the same kind of reception. I think Finch got a bit of it. Yep. Uh, do you get a similar? Well, I was actually winner? doing some
1: running on the on the wing of the ground and I was one of the first out there. so Maybe. I warmed them up. Richard, yeah, that was a lot of Richardson's been called. So they know my name. They might have thought I was Jai. It's but, an easy one for the Indian crew. It it's uh, two options. Now, the second clip we're
0: going to show... Uh, play for you is, this is MS Doni. Now this is during the game, so this is uh, India lost a wicket, MS yeah. Dhoni is walking out to back. And again, just an amazing reception.
1: You can't really tell the difference, they're on par, aren't they? Yeah. On the, the noisometer, it would yeah. be nice if they did that, but... How 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 much pressure is that to work out? The decibels are just going yeah, through, the through the roof. Yeah. You know what I always thought would would be hard is being the guy who comes either in after him, yep. or who's just got out. So you're walking off, you've just been dismissed, and then they're cheering because Donny's walking in, and yeah. you, you're out. You're finally out. That's that's that would be hard to take. It would be tough. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Darwin gets
0: it. He got a big roar as well. Rohit Sharma, those guys, yep. experienced players. I imagine down the track. Rishabh Pan will get that as oh, well. I think he already does. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple that didn't. I won't think name so.
1: names, but <laughs> it would be tough being that guy. It's like, come on, come on. I'm Dinesh Karthik. Come on, <laughs> give, give, <me> <laughs> give it to me. I don't. I can't remember. I'm just throwing it yeah, to Dinesh. Yeah.
0: Um. But it's an amazing. It's an amazing part of India, um, the reception and the fandom. Uh, it, it really is like a religion over here. Um. I guess the only thing that counters that is the silence that when those players go out. You can yeah. hear a pin drop when Collie gets dismissed or even when MS was soaking up the strike there at yeah. the back end, uh, declining singles, the fans didn't really know what to do because yeah. Indian fans celebrate a single to third man like Australian fans celebrate a 100. That's true. Uh, so do. so when there's a dot ball and MS is declining singles, it was, uh, it was an eerie atmosphere. Yeah. But when they get dismissed, it's silence, and, yeah, that it and the only thing you can really hear <laughs> is the opposition cheering out in the middle. Us, yeah, or the blokes on the bench. It's, sure. yeah <laughs> that's yeah, right. I, well, it's
1: on par with Darcy Short and Hobart when he gets out. Really? Well, not on par, but there's you know like times it by ten. Be the incredibly loyal fans of the Big Bash when their favourite player gets out at home, okay, silence. Right. So when Travis Head gets out in Adelaide, silence. Yep. Same Finch in Perth. Finch. Uh, some. Gra- I think Perth. Adelaide and Hobart are the loyal ones, uh, and, and it's not on the same scale. Yeah, but silence when you get a wicket is so good. I imagine Chris Lynn would be up there as well. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. yep, that's true.
0: Now, Kane, I got uh, I got a bit, of, a bit of a bone pick with you about um, some of your net etiquette the okay. other day <laughs> that I picked up. Some call it netiquette. etiquette. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I witnessed this in Hyderabad, the nets, the um, mosquito infested nets are there. Make yep. sure you put on your um, Mozzie repellent there. Uh, now, I saw that you were bouncing a few of the tail enders. Oh. <laughs> now,
1: is that on? Well, I'm. I'm I've got. T- I, I spotted tw- two. Twice? Two? Geez, my memory's poor because I can. off what... Oh, that. Did you that, immediately apologize? That, 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 for that kicked still... up off a length. I think that was a good. <laughs> like, uh, that was just natural variation out of the wicket. Please. And the other one was? Nathan Lyon. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. But that was a slow ball. That and he was so quick to he would have hurt his neck turning back to look at me and give me the <laughs> desk down. I said, sorry, mate, it was a slow ball. He also top edged it over the would be keeper for four. Yeah. Well, still. But it was it was, was that like the, glove it or No, nah, it was uh, it was edge. Uh, okay. But we said it was like the D grader's net, like right at the end of the session. You know it it's yeah. like quarter to seven. It's like D-grade as <laughs> in you go. That's what it felt like because it was, it was quite late. Yeah. And there was no there's no light. It was dusk. That's right. It was, yeah, it was hazy. Yeah. So... So you're bouncing a bloke who's a tail-ender
0: who well, can't see the ball.
1: Well, Jason Berendorf actually pumped me through the covers for the first three balls. Half of these. So what do you do? You go, well, well, I'm going to get this bloke on the back it's foot. competition, <laughs> mate. Like, there's always coaches White line there. Of fever. Exactly. You so, know, train as you play, as they say. That's a good point.
0: Um... I can understand the line one because he can't get your back right. But well, he probably could. <laughs> but Berendorf he's a left he's one of those niggly left armers here coming. Well I mean, I actually fair to you face him.
1: I, I faced Cummins, Colton Isle, and Berendorf in the rotation before. Right. And Pat Cummins straight away went for my head. <laughs> he he loaded up like a slow ball and it was it was not a slow ball, it was straight at my head. So it wasn't Berendorf, but I thought well, if he, he's the number one test bowler in the world, he he's dishing it out. I need to get me some of that. I think that's the allowance.
0: The number one test bowler <laughs> means you can. He can do that.
1: Well, right, I've, I've got the, it wrong. Then he's the
0: AB Medalist. Isn't that what uh, Nathan Lyon's calling him? He's calling him number one. I've calling, yeah, heard him calling one. AB.
1: Yeah, number one. Yeah, they spend a lot of time. Together, so I reckon they come up with each other's nicknames. So I reckon it's the that's the New South
0: Wales clique,
1: yeah. It is, yeah. They're down a few members, so they that's true. It's more WA eccentric, it these days. It is WA eccentric. Yeah. Um, well, there you go. So that's, um, yeah, I've probably got that wrong, but yeah, th- I apologize, Jason, Nath, if you're listening, which you will be. I apologize. <laughs> uh, and I also noticed that, um, your thigh pad. <laughs> What a work of art that is. What's the guy there? It looks like you've, you've inked it up. Yeah. It's just an extension of your body. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just naturally yep. grown on. Nah, so shield cricket, a lot of downtime. I think Zam's got a sharpie out one day at the Wacker. He was 12th man, which he always is at the Wacker. Like, he knows he's 12th. And he just got started writing some inspirational quotes. I was going to say,
0: his has just got a lot of text. What's, yeah. What's,
1: what's he got in his? His is more, yeah, probably more quotes. But then mine's like Frankie Worrell. Got stuck in with some drawings. Yep. Um, oh, there's a, a huge name of SA players have contributed in some way. So, thigh pad and inner thigh pad both tatted right. up. Okay, well, that's interesting. Anyone else got... Anyone else do something similar? Uh, nah. Oh, I think some boys back home have tried to jump on the bandwagon, but look, it goes under your pants. So, i doesn't I'm not, not saying no one can, can see it but it. Yeah.
0: Um, I just thought it was interesting it is
1: yeah. there you go uh, game two
0: yep here at M. Chinaswamy Stadium uh, your old stomping ground when you played for ICB now they've dug up the wicket haven't they it saw that apparently the ground didn't drain very well so they've ripped up the outfield and the pitch and now that they drains drained so well, there's not a lot of moisture <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> so it's gone from being an absolute belt of a wicket yeah. to one that sort of stays low. It might be similar to the one we saw in Vizag. Is yep. that, that your read on it? And what do you think, can you expect from the conditions?
1: Well, yeah, it used to be known as the graveyard for, for well, fast bowling, especially in T20 cricket.
0: Also, normally when you come, you would face Chris Gale, A.B. de and Vera, true. <laughs> Vera That's true. Vera so It'd yeah, be a good game to me. The undertakers usually. at the yeah. graveyard were yep. fairly
1: ruthless. I think yeah, the last couple of years, and this I I did not look at a score in the IPL last year, so I'm not sure how it Big went. Big cricket year. fan, huge cricket fan, yeah. especially in the off season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember the one day a couple of years ago here we I think we batted first, made three thirty three forty, and then they were on track, and then it just slowed up under lights, and we won. But yeah, I think the reps kind of changed in the last couple of years that it is a little bit slower and harder to bat on. But we also haven't been there yet to have a look, so I'm sure. With the quality of batsmen on both sides, if it is similar to the other night, I reckon guys will be a little bit better in how they go about it. I'm
0: not sure if you've spoken since that first game, but India are going to come back a lot harder, right? You can't imagine that they're going to... Uh, my thinking was that Australia might pinch that first game because of the preparation would be better. Played yep. a lot of BBL, yep. had a whole week in India, and as it turned out, they just got across the line. Yep. But now with the game under their belts and needing to win the game to, seal, to level the series... Yep. Um, what are you expecting
1: from India? I'm sure they're going to come back with all kinds of plays oh, I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, they've also played a lot of cricket coming in as well. They they yeah. never have a break, do they? That's so, oh, yeah, a good point. Except he had a, re- he had a, a rest. rest, which is probably fair. I think, yeah, they're going to come back, aren't they? And their their fans are going to be there again, making yeah. that exact same noise. But, oh, it's yeah, it's just going to be tough. It's going to be on. Um, but, yeah, they're a quality team. And that I, I think if we're in that position again to win the game, we have to make sure we don't give them an opportunity to get back in the game like we did the other day because yep. they're pretty hard to stop when they get momentum. So hopefully going into the last 10 overs, we're in a position to win again.
0: How important is IPL experience in these type of games? Because you've played at the grounds, you've dealt with the crowds, you kind of know how um, the stadiums work. I'm sure there's all those little 1% of things that, that you can familiarise yourself having played IPL. How important is that in these games?
1: Wow, well, I think it helps. But I was actually speaking to Ashton Turner, I think, yesterday about you know, how did he feel he was in that situation he obviously didn't perform as well as he wanted to but he said he was actually really calm you know he went in and it was intense it was on I think the run rate was wasn't high but it was that stage of the game where it's uh, make or break and he said he was actually really calm because he said he gets more nervous back home in Australia because he knows there's people in the crowd you know his family and friends that have come to watch and he said well I actually don't know anyone here so (laughs) it's it's irrelevant to me what they think of me I'm just going to go out there and play so he hasn't experienced IPO. He's going in this year with he got picked up by Rajasthan. So um it's good to hear that from him that he was actually really calm and composed. But I think it's it helps. When you look at Maxwells and those kind of guys, you just keep keep calm and just execute your skill as best you can. But it definitely helps with that noise and, and the silence as well, just to be able to deal with it all.
0: Is that, that's a funny point that he makes that uh or an interesting point that he makes that the pressure is off over here because in Australia, especially this summer two broadcasters, more media attention than ever, um, more eyeballs than ever. You know, the, the cricket seems to be on so many different channels and different mediums. When you come over to India, um, well, there's only like three travelling journalists. Um, everyone's focused on what India are doing. Is yeah. the pressure off in that sense? Can you feel that in the group?
1: Yeah, well, I, and speaking to him in his position as well, when you say like the Finch and Maxwells get so much attention and yeah. cheers and he, he's not known here because he hasn't played IPL yet, so... Um, yeah for him pressure's off isn't it it's just what's your job to do go out there and do it but um, I think that's the point he made is that back in Australia because and he was killing it as well and everyone's talking about him playing for Australia and so now he's here He's. I think he's just focused and I think everyone knows how good he is in our group as well so the people here haven't seen it unless they watch Big Bash on TV Um. So I think going forward, we want him to to put that out there because he's he's a massive part of Australia going forward. Clearly not an underrated player in the Australian
0: circle, but a lot of fans wouldn't know a whole lot about him. But it seems like every time he was turning out for the Scorchers, I mean, how many times did he ice a game in a run chase or come into the back end of an innings and just blast them? He can hit a long ball for a guy, and this is no disrespect to him, who wasn't built like a Marcus Donner or a Finch. He's built like you, actually. What's that supposed to mean? Well, He's built like Zamper, a bit taller, bit taller, Longer but levers. but it hasn't got that yeah. the size and the strength that you'd associate with someone who can no, smash giant sixes. Just
1: just a freak, I think. Yeah, like good
0: timing, that good type timing, of stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah, but yeah, he's like that. As you said, for Perth, who had a season where they struggled, he was the one shining light, especially in the batting. To he's one of those guys you kind of fear in that back end, knowing if he's still in, he can really yeah. hurt you. So and he was a captain while Mitch yeah, was, he was there, yeah. right? So yeah. lead good leadership good the game. as well. Um, Usually bowlers, I think his shoulder's playing up a little bit, but when he's fit, all-round package is pretty valuable for Australian cricket. Mm. Uh,
0: who are we expecting to have a big game in this game? Uh, Pete Hanscom said the other day reckons that Stoinis is set to dominate <laughs> at the top of the order if given another chance.
1: Well, he was my pre-tournament pick, him and Darcy, to, yep. to kill it. I think if he does open the batting again, this is his home ground now going forward in the IPL. Mm. Look, the way he plays, he gives himself an opportunity early to just get in and then if he's still in, he'll hurt you. So, hopefully, they're not running each other out, those two. So, I'm, I'm going to go with one of those two again, just with opportunity in the power play to to stamp the authority on the game. And he didn't even bowl the other day Story. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Well, I've, he wasn't needed. There was so many options, wasn't there? Well, that was the the makeup of the
0: team yeah. when I was doing the 11 that I thought that was, you guys would pick uh, – he went an
1: extra bowler. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: no stoneness having to bowl.
1: But it's nice to have the option if someone is going around that he can bowl an overall two like Darcy Short did just to ease well, the yeah, pressure on two him. Two overs for 10. Yeah. The spin was pretty proved effective. Yeah. And he got
0: 37 of as many balls obviously run out by yep. Pete Hanscom who said he was <laughs> destroyed about that. What do you do when a
1: player comes in and they've obviously just shattered? Yeah. I mean, what's the, do you get around them? Do you give them their own space? Oh, you got to know the personality. Yeah. You, you don't want to get too close if they're one that will blow up, but. Especially if there's a plastic chair and the captain comes off. True. There wasn't actually. We we, <laughs> we, we removed all of those when uh, the finger went in the air. Uh, no, nah, you just pat him on the back and yep. get on with it.
0: Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, and I was going to say short, 37 off 37 balls. He was out there for 63 minutes. Um five boundaries so he looked like he was just getting his groove as well. Um so one to watch out for.
1: He actually played spin really well in that yep. things I thought. A few ba- like back foot drove one through cover That's and right. cut a couple, swept one or two. So he actually for his rep of not playing spin as well as quicks, I thought he was the other way around. I thought he played spin really well. Boomer was just on early, which yep. made it, made it tough. <laughs>
0: All right, Kane. It is uh time for our second ad read of the tour Now, the first one uh the Willow Pillow product um, was from all reports a raging success <laughs> uh I don't know how many have been sold or produced or, or uh you know even talked about outside this podcast, but the producers of this show um have given us another endorsement audition. Beautiful. Okay. Um, Now, it wasn't all great feedback, to be honest. Uh, Most of it was aimed at me. Uh, (laughs) So, with that in mind, there's been a slight change this week.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I think it's basically more you,
1: less me. Role reversal. Some would say. So, are you ready? I am. Hey, Sam. As a professional athlete, I face many challenges. Go on. The pressure of competition, staying fit and healthy, and the expectation from myself, friends, family, and most importantly, the fans can I literally face none of those challenges, but uh, please, continue. But one of the biggest challenges I encounter is sweat and the issues that come with it. S- sweat? That's
0: your biggest challenge?
1: That's right. We play in summer in hot temperatures, humid climates, and we sweat heaps. You wouldn't know because you're not athletic. Well, that's uncalled for. And you know what happens when you sweat? You stink. But fortunately, there's been a breakthrough in stench, science, and I'm delighted to tell our listeners they can say farewell to the smell with the Odebro. <laughs> what is the Odebro? The Odebro is not like your household spray, powder or roll-on deodorant. No, the Odebro is a thicky, mucusy cream that when applied provides 12-month antiperspirant relief. Mucus? Uh, how does it work? Say so long to the Pong in just four easy steps. After equipping the necessary safety equipment, Generously apply the Odebro cream to the necessary areas of the body then stay out of natural light for 36 hours. Once the cream hardens, carefully chip off the Odebro clay. When all the clay is removed, bathe in seawater for 30 minutes and presto. Just like that, you're done. So let
0: me get this straight. You apply this mucus, you stay out of the sun, it turns to clay and then you end up smelling like roses.
1: Not roses, Sam. You can pick from a variety of scents, including salted caramel, cookies and cream, and hazelnut fudge.
0: I'm pretty sure
1: they're all ice cream flavors. And who doesn't love ice cream? So what are you waiting for? Tell your bo to get funked and purchase the Odebro for just one twenty nine ninety five, or three easy installments of forty nine ninety nine. I've been using it for weeks, and have you noticed anything? Well, actually, now that you come to mention it, uh, is that boysenberry brownie I smell? Sounds like you knows what you're talking about, Sam. <laughs> visit odabro.com.au. That's odabro.com.au, and use the code unplayablepodcast to get up to 3% off your second purchase. So visit odabro.com.au and hit your BO worries for six. I've got to get me one of those, Kano.
0: Uh, is there anybody in the Aussie team that, that could do with an odabro?
1: Glenn Maxwell. <laughs> You allowed to say that? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, here you go. Get him on. He will be the first to get his 3% off. Odebro.com.au.
0: Second purchase. So you've got to you step up first one. Okay. Um, now, we've got an exciting development on the Unplayable podcast. Uh, let's cast our minds back to last week when we spoke about Virat Kohli organizing peanut butter or <laughs> almond butter. Uh, nut butter. Nut butter, sorry, for you when you were playing together in the IPL back in the day. Well, before the first T20 International last Saturday, I asked Virat if he had given you any peanut <laughs> butter uh, for this series. I actually asked him if he'd given any of the Aussies any gifts, but he focused on you and here's what he had to say.
1: Well, he hasn't texted me that he wanted some, but yeah, I, I used to organize them because he was vegan and I knew this really good place, but now maybe we can sit down and have it together because I'm, I'm vegetarian as well. So yeah, that'd be nice, but he hasn't messaged me yet. If he does, I'll organize some. I love how exclusive his press conferences are and you've burnt a question on numbers. It buddies. was the last question. I
0: had to beg for it, but it was an important one. Brought it home, Okay. Yeah. Now,
1: you're completely unaware that I'd asked that question. Well, or actually... Yeah. You, you told I me, told but I, you. I could not find traces of it anywhere that you actually asked asked. No, did we, ask that
0: we that. hit it. We, yeah. we sliced it off. Um, so, that was the first time you heard that. Yes.
1: Now... That's what, definitely him talking, isn't it? That's 100% him.
0: <laughs> um, now, we thought... When I told you about this that what yep. we would do is we would get you to text Virat yes. during the recording on air and then hopefully he would reply back and then we could read his response yep. now that would never have worked because he, as we we're recording this he's actually at M. Ch- M Chimiswamy training right now he's, batting. His, he's probably batting hitting lots of sixes um, so that wouldn't have worked no. but being the master tactician that he is development he's I, outfoxed both of us. It tell us tell us what's it. happened
1: well, we landed in Bangalore yesterday and switched my phone on off-flight mode and bang, there's this message from this number that I won't read out, obviously. Probably um, a good call. But it said from Virat Kohli and I wasn't sure if it was you, firstly. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, but then I, I, I went back through and no, it turns out it's him, his profile pic's there. Yeah, and he just, he just sent me a quick, quick message hoping I was good um, but he just asked if I want anything at all. Nut butters, superfood, whatever it is I want, he he'll will, he will organise. And you wrote back to him? Yeah, I mean, as quick as I could. I was, <laughs> I was, I, I was nervous. You I was sweaty. You don't want to be too quick though. You don't no, want to seem yeah. too keen. You want to be cool, don't you? Know about Plus, it.
0: you know, with WhatsApp, you can swipe over and you can see when they've read it. And
1: but the interesting it. thing with him is that he doesn't have that. He's he's uh, one of the guys with no the blue, double blue ticks. Yeah. So you don't know when he's read yours. But I've got a friend like that, and I find it really annoying. Yeah, but it's that's the whole point of WhatsApp. That you can know that stuff. Well, if you don't want someone to read, or if you don't want someone to know you've read it, you just don't open it, do you? Well, exactly. But then, anyway, so anyway, you got back to him. That's off point. Has
0: there been a bit of has been a bit of dialogue? Has he got back to you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was. Yeah, as I said, I didn't want to seem too keen. No, no, of course. Sweaty not. palms as I was yeah, texting yeah, a few, yeah. a few spelling errors, grammatical errors. Yeah. yeah. But hey, uh, hey, a few Vira, emojis hey, as well. Hey, rad. Oh, sorry, Virad. <laughs> I didn't want to ask who this was. Yeah. I didn't want to new phone. <laughs> yeah, uh, just uh, I said yeah. I was very keen to to get my hands on some. You know, we're going to a few venues that, you know, a few cities that might not be that, as good for nut butters. So sure. I thought let's stock up whilst in Bengaluru. How about the offer to share one together though? Oh yeah, I wasn't that's, aware of that that's either. That's one of the great developments. That is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Jl's. Stance would be on breakfast with the opposition. Yeah, I'll run it past him, maybe. But, yeah, he got back to me with a contact and a, a store. There's a store here in in Bengaluru. So I said, me and Stance will be going with our stockings and we'll be, we'll be stocking it up. But also asked him how he went in Australia and he gave me some feedback on a few cafes he went to and he was pretty happy. Oh, wow. So it's, been, it's been a good 24 hours. <laughs> it's
0: been a great 24 hours for Kane Richardson. Uh, you know, as an Australian fan... You love to hate Virat Colley just because he's so good. Yeah. Um, and sometimes on the field, he might go a little bit OTT, yeah. which is over the top uh, for all the uh, millennials out there listening on this uh, program. Um, but when he does stuff like this, you just think there's that softer side as you spoke about him. Gentlemen. He's I mean, how many rival captains, and not just rival captains, like premier players
1: on the planet
0: mm. would go to their way to do that.
1: Which is why I question whether it was actually (laughs) him but yeah i as we've we've spoken before about him but the thing i admire about him is that the amount of energy and passion he shows every single day to keep doing it like that's so good it's so hard to do to be so good but then show you the way he celebrates wickets like that takes energy you think marcus
0: donis uh, burns a lot of energy nowhere near Virat. like no wonder he was pretty tame in the first I one think he I think I can't yeah. remember
1: I think he was probably filling out the, the series but when you it just shows the nut butter you can do anything when you eat your that's nut it. butter that's it ya? that's maybe the know. secret I'm going to put it down to it but and, and he's vegetarian now yeah. so
0: he's uh, he, you look you back go. at the the whole 10 year challenge not that I don't think Vera did one but if he cast did one back 10 he would have had the sort of spiky hair and he
1: yeah, didn't he's have the beard a bit, hasn't he he? A little yeah, bit, yeah. Um, he's super fit yeah. now yeah. super yeah. fit but yeah. he's gone veg I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. But there you go. This is a secret.
0: Kane, we spoke about it last week. It has been uh, all over the internet. It has been causing all kinds of uh, internet usage problems because people are on there watching the videos, reading the articles, voting. Voting. Pick the kit for the Australian one-day kit next summer. We're up to the final. Actually, I think by the time this comes out, uh, it might be over. But uh, it looks like the 99 World Cup kit with the stars coming across the torso. Yep. Uh, it looks like it's going to beat the lightning bolts. It is. It's got a strong lead. It does. Still vote if it's still open. But uh, say the 99 World Cup kit gets up. I mean, there weren't too many losers in yeah. this one. I they're all going to look good. Uh, and that was the popular vote amongst was the players. Romantic pick. Uh, yeah. I guess yep. there's a lot of, um, lot of ties there yep. with this year. World Cup yep. in England. Yep. Hopefully the Aussies win, and then they could be like a tribute yeah. because of the next summer. But
1: ninety nine kit, not a bad result. Yeah, well, it wasn't my first pick, but as you said, we I wanted blue. Stripe. We wanted blue stripe, blue sh- semi finalists. So not a not effort. a bad season. But I think there's yeah, like you said, there was no losers. I think lightning bolts. The one thing I, I like lightning bolts, but the one thing I learned about them it was actually the West Indies had the same yeah. it was like a tournament well back then everyone had the same, same. kit the yeah. same design just different colours which took points away from it I think they had the maroon they, their lightning bolts were grey yeah grey with maroon yeah. Yeah. yeah so that that it wasn't original that kind of and I reckon that's the way people have voted as well whereas the the shooting stars the blue stripes they're all original yeah
0: yeah it's um I think what really it comes down to and they're all great but they it's are. the it's the yellow helmet. That's key. that's the key.
1: That and you know what a, a few other boys have said they want numbers on the trousers. Numbers on the trousers. Numbers on the on the pocket of the trousers. Okay. They want numbers. Is that so, just the retro thing, or do you uh, think it's yeah. practicality? Uh, both. There's no. There's no. I, I don't understand why we wouldn't do it. I'm not sure either. Nostalgia. Yeah, and, and with the yellow helmets. Yeah, yellow helmets. It has to they, be done. Cricket. Com put
0: a. Uh, Clip of Mark War getting 100 against the Windies in the blue stripe, blue stripe. and he had that mustardy yellow helmet. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. uh, I remember vividly watching that game because I don't know if Gilchrist got a hundred, but there were none for 200. I think and were, he uh, did, did he? Did they? Mark
1: War definitely did. Mark War did. Yeah. I can't remember if Gilchrist did or not. The one down when they chased it, yeah. They? And I was thinking
0: they're going to get this by 10, and then Killy falls at the Gabba. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the shots Mark War was playing
1: was. Did you actually see the West Indies kit in that game? The numbers on the back, in us they were like yeah, they a had a circle. circle, yeah, like a cricket ball or something. But that's
0: interesting. Good touches back then. Thoughts on wearing numbers in Shield games?
1: Uh, no opinion. No opinion. I don't know why we wear numbers at all. To be honest, like, well, I think it's just for the fans, maybe. But you know who's who. But the average fan might not know. If they do in, in India, they know. They, they, <laughs> know. <laughs> they know. Are they watching Shield cricket? No, nah, I don't think numbers. If they're not in test, you don't need them in shield, do? I don't mind it. They do it in
0: county cricket, don't they? Not sure. I'm pretty sure they, pretty do. Sure they do. Yeah,
1: um, got the number. I think it's all right. Yeah, I mean, always also happy like, to put my number there. I also like the, 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 the whites. They've all got the the colour. The colour, colour. The, those little things. It's just you, you're such a nuffy, aren't you? Well,
0: you're a bit, yeah. it's fairly embarrassing, but uh, it just sort of you appreciate good kit. Separates the um, the teams around so. Nine, nine World Cup kit, um, looks like it's gonna win. Can't wait for next summer to see it unveil against the the New Zealand black
1: caps. Yellow helmet though.
0: Let's get the black caps in retro gear as well. Yes. Let's get them in the beige.
1: Yes. Now we're talking.
0: This is what happens. We get this, this even their uh
1: nine, and nine World Cup kit was pretty cool too. See, they See oh, now you're showing your knowledge on that. Well I've, it was like a teal situation. Oh, oh yes it was. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was starting to hear public opinion, the wave of support. The New Zealand being retro kit starts right now. Kane, I think that's about it.
0: That's about us done for this. already episode. again. It's gone quick, hasn't it?
1: It always does. Okay.
0: Uh, now, for those of you concerned, it there we haven't forgotten about the Australian women's team crushing win over New Zealand, the White Ferns in that second ODI, and they wrapped up the series. The Rose Bowl. Elise Perry scored her maiden one-day international century while Jess Johnson who our own Laura Jolly spoke to last week. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, get them bit, on. Get them on. Uh, she claimed five wickets in the big win. We'll recap the entire series next week. But for now, that's it. I can't believe it. It's yeah. gone so quick. You got training today? Yeah, I think which will this be afternoon. Yesterday yeah, which this will be yesterday when this comes
1: out. Yes, which is a yes. Yeah,
0: training. You'll be training. Uh, so big thanks to you, Kana, for joining us again. We shall return Next week, but until then, catch all the JLT Sheffield Shield. We didn't even speak about the JLT Sheffield It's back. It's live back. streams up. How the sack is going? Yeah, yeah, oh, steady. Fighting steady. for a draw. Yeah, steady. He's got a couple of fifties. Yeah. How's
1: yep. Curtis passing going? <laughs> another another hundred. There's some players out there. You're talking Marcus it, Harris got, in the round. What did get? Ninety-five. second league, I think, on a few as well. Really? So, yep. Some guys putting their names up.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what. You know where you can catch all the action there? The live stream, the scores, highlights, videos, everything? Where? Cricket.com.au. Of course, and the CA live app. Planning for your next trip?